Last time on Cloudfall. Diver is gone. Aaron made damn sure of that. The island of Lore is doomed to fall, but the party wasn't going to leave Diver for another day. They fought a difficult, chaotic battle, and it's not quite over. But Diver is dead. Diver is dead, and Aaron and Doran are alive. start us off, we are out of initiative. Oh, um, I, I think Doran caught sight, a closer look at Cree, and noticed the blue eyes and the strange demeanor and that it was literally sucking magical energy from the island. Mm-hmm. Just that was enough to shake him a bit, and then looking and seeing Poppy and Mikey running towards the whale, and runs towards his companions, Still running towards Diver, but different goal here. On your way back to where you knew Diver to be, you encounter a strange, small creature. A red cap, if you know your fae at all. His scythe that he's holding is stuck fast into a juniper log. He seems unwilling to move on without it. He is just kind of... <laughs> Guy and Journey are waiting for something to happen here. Do I recognize the, the red, red cap? Uh, creature? Yeah. And seeing him is actually doing some good things for you. You've had a long time to work this creature into nightmare, to build it up to be something impossibly powerful in your mind. But when you see him kind of struggling here to get his little weapon out of a juniper log, things seem suddenly humble. Do you continue on towards Diver or stop here? Journey, Guy... Dorn, you're okay. We have to leave. Yeah, the whole island is coming down. I don't know what to do with this creature, though, and uh, Journey just has her bow trained on him with an arrow notched. Let's forget about him. Where, where Aaron? It, it, Aaron is finishing things up with Diver. Please head to the whale. Stay away from Cree. Are you not coming with us? I'm going to find Aaron. What's wrong with Cree? I look up towards a bird. Mm-hmm. What is what is it doing right now? It is like getting a higher vantage, kind of slowly doing little half flaps to climb up the cliffside. It is just looking down at the island now as the structure of lore falls into chaos. Mentioned in the last session, the island is actually starting to split apart now and crumble to pieces. It's destroying the island. Something, I've seen this creature before and something about it isn't right. It doesn't seem to be of its own mind even. It had blue eyes. Blue eyes? We need to go. 
It is supposed to protect the island, is it not? It's not doing that. We gotta figure this out later. Uh, hurry up and grab Aaron. Guy, let's catch up with Poppy. Have you heard from Poppy? Is she okay? She's alright. She's she's at the rolling pin with Mikey. We gotta go. Yes, let's. As you're turning to leave, Smilegrin, still obsessed with his scythe, drops one hand to his side, and Journey, as you turn around, he goes, <laughs> Snack! And he reaches out his hand and grabs for one of your fey buds. I use primal savagery and I swipe at him with one hand. That's a nine. Mm. Um, take advantage for his uh, situation here. He yeah. is laid bare and vulnerable hanging off this log. Thirteen. Still doesn't hit him. <laughs> He's a wily son of a gun. Uh, you swipe at him and he kind of like jerks his hand back much faster than you expected and then flashes this huge big smile and he looks at you and goes, <laughs> Snacks! <laughs> Did he catch one? No. I uh, just hiss at him and bare my teeth and uh, gather my fey buds into my hair and step back. And I don't keep my eyes off of him until I'm far enough away. Okay. Smilegrin gives a couple of nervous glances up at the people around him. He recalls his bismite back to his hands to form claws once again, and he begins climbing up the cliffside. Is anybody going to chase after him? Oh, I don't think we have time. No. That's going to bite us in the butt later. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100% going to bite us. <laughs> One baddie at a time. Uh. Doran, you see them uh, heading off for the whale. You continue into the island. Now you have to step over cracks and fissures, one of which you can even see the mist of clouds being pushed up through. You see an Aarakocra standing over Diver's macerated body, a bloody familiar short sword in its hand. When have you seen an... Eric Cockra before. A lot of weird people were coming through. Farewell. Yeah. Aaron. It's done. We need to go now. Yeah. Let's go. Um, Aaron is going to run next to Doran and just completely disregard what happened and is done. Like, that's it for, for them, so. Doran stops mid-stride and looks back at Diver. Just one quick look, just to make sure he's not moving. Yeah, you're watching his chest for longer than is advisable to see if there's any breath there. Then you realize there is really no point in that because when you look at his face, there's very little left. Aaron left nothing to chance here. Doran gets a slight grin and (laughs) runs forward, catching up with Aaron. We book it to the whale. Okay. Yeah, the, the geography of lore that you had come to know in the last few days is literally crumbling beneath you. Doran has to help Aaron. At other times, Aaron has to help Doran. But the two of you, you know, you made it from farewell. You both survived Diver, and now you're both going to live through this. The rest of you are at the moss, waiting, hoping that the rest of your party is going to show up. And soon enough, they do. You see them cresting over the moss, the two of them practically hand in hand. You still in bird mode? Yep. I see them! Guys, over here! All of the turtle are standing with you, Poppy, except for a couple. You don't see Tully, and you don't see Huber. Um. And you hear a shuddering crack. And you see in the great distance the clouds begin to move as a massive part of lore falls away through the clouds. That doesn't seem 
Uh, good, probably. Should we get on? Is everyone here? Everyone's now here. You all look up to see part of the whale, for so much of it is buried in thick storm clouds. Great beasts are typically colossal versions of their species, and Halu is much like a blue whale. So obviously ancient and surrounded by spirals of stony cracks and grooves in her weathered skin. And her presence makes you calm. Calmer than you should be given the situation. Like Laura is actively falling. You can feel the wind rushing around you. But in that moment, you hear a low rumble and then a noise so deep and so loud that it makes your teeth vibrate and go numb. as you're suddenly laid bare to sunlight and a high blue sky a mile wide. All of the clouds in a mile radius have been gathered into a massive wobbling blob of clear water, silently wiggling 50 feet overhead. It pours down in a column and breaks into speeding arcs that kind of race throughout lore, flooding it one last time. You see Smilegrin up on a cliff staring after you, get demolished by a crashing wave of water. Mikey? Yeah? I'm sorry. We're not all going to make it. I'm... I have a shell. And I, th- I think you should come with me. And I take out the, um, the shell that talks to Huber. Mm-hmm. Um, Huber? Lauren, good to hear from you. Yeah. How are you? Could be better. I'm sure the same for you. Um, look, Huber, you've taught us to value lore and stories, and I'm here with Mikey right now, and I was wondering if there's any story you want to leave us with. Night, I bring the shell over and give it to Mikey. Hi, Huber. Mikey, no talking. (laughs) Listen closely, Mikey. This is the story of young Huber. When I was a hatchling like you, my father, the archivist, taught me everything he knew. We spent countless hours learning his stories, the stories he had learned from others. And now I have all of those stories in myself, and I continue to pass them down, but I sometimes wonder if I had stories of my own to craft that I did not seek out. Mikey, my story is one of regret. but also one of great happiness. Perhaps there was another life for me, but I don't regret this, and I don't regret Lore, and Mikey, I don't regret you. You're not the prime archivist, and you don't have to be, Mikey. Be what you want to be for Lore. Be what you want to be for yourself. Seek happiness, Mikey. Please. 
I put my hand on Mikey's shell and I um, kind of close his hand around the echo bell that was Huber's. And I sit down next to him and then just kind of look out to the clouds. Mikey's just kind of like staring down at the moss and you don't see him look up for a long time. As a calm and orderly group, you're all ushered onto the ark that hangs below Halu the Great Whale. Uh, In a single column, you all walk onto this plank and then up a short set of stairs and suddenly you're standing on the deck of an ark. A grand wooden balcony looks out over a three-story tall market row several hundred meters long. Anxious turtle are gathered in a crowd as they board, and a small crowd of people from the Ark begins to speak with them and offer aid. Mikey kind of clings to you, Doran, uh, as you board the ship, and doesn't seem to want to go far from you. He doesn't seem to want to acknowledge much of anything else. You're all kind of getting your bearings here as you feel this sudden jolt of motion. Uh, A few natives of the Ark are helping Poppy's wagon get delicately seated onto the main deck here, and a woman with pale blue skin approaches you. There's a sort of pinkish translucence on her nose and on her cheeks and ears. It's almost like your skin is impossibly thin and fragile. She says, Are you alright? You're from Lore? I think we've been better, but uh, we're all here, so yes. Beautiful. I see some injuries, yes? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We can take care of this. Please, I'm... I did not name myself yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Martha. Martha. My name is Martha. I am the speaker of Halu. I want to welcome you to Halu's Ark and be the first to say I'm deeply sorry for the tragedy of your homeland. If there's anything we can do to make your travel to Baxi simpler, easier, more comfortable, please let us know. Um, I am, she kind of like gestures unconfidently side to side. I am in charge here, if there's anything you need. Um, there is one thing that maybe you should know, because you visit a lot of the Skylands, right? You stop by a bunch of them? Nearly all of them. There's something that you should know about what happened here. The Skyland was, was drained by some powerful being. The bismat here wasn't supposed to be depleted. Someone did this. Bismite is not forever. It does drain over time. It's a natural thing. No, this was... This was unnatural. You've had a difficult time. I suggest you all lay down. Your heads must be swimming. Ah. I don't make them understand. There's nothing we can do now, Journey. We need to rest. Yeah, and if an island falling out of the sky isn't enough to convince them, I I don't know what would be, so. Uh, Mikey, still clinging to you, Doran, um, April also approaches you. She says, Well, it's good that we're all safe, yes? I nod. Thanks to some sacrifices. Yes. Yes, I knew this would come to pass should law fall. What would come to pass? 
Huber would not leave his island. Of course. I'm sorry for your loss. You seem like a great husband. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> heavens no. Oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I just uh, assumed sorry, you're both yeah, pretty old. I kind of so. assumed too. Mikey, who is your mom? <laughs> he looks up and goes, I don't know. <laughs> I was an egg. <laughs> All the eggs are just hatched together in one big birthing. He goes, it doesn't really matter. We just gotta raise each other. Oh my Aww. gosh. Just hope they uh, crawl inland and not yeah. off. <laughs> off the cloud. <laughs> no, Mikey, our new goal is to find your parents. <laughs> <clears throat> April says, Mikey, I think we should find something to do. Are you hungry at all? He says, not really. I, I think I need to lay down. Uh, you did fight a very brave and and long fight, so... Um, he goes, oh yeah, and he kind of like turns around and looks at his shell, and you can see these kind of like like um, molten dimples where the bismite impacted him, and he goes, cool. Whoa. <laughs> that doesn't hurt? Uh, It did a little bit, but no, it's fine. That's pretty cool. I wish I had a shell. Little Mikey... Am I to understand you suffered this wound in defense of Poppy? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, she doesn't have a shell, like she said, so. <laughs> but yeah, he was real brave. He even carried me over here. Guy, uh, gets down on his knee and bows as low as he can before Mikey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's looking down at you and he just goes, whoa, what? <laughs> you have done well, little one. I thank you for your service. He reaches out his hand and he like touches one of your shoulders and then he raises it over your head to the other shoulder <laughs> and he goes, thank you, sir. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I think you just got knighted. <laughs> Arise, Sir Mikey. <laughs> I don't actually have the authority to know <laughs> Okay, I, I think you should take a nap. We could probably all use a nap, honestly. Will you guys all be here when I get up? I think we're all going to Baxi. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick around. Okay, good, because I'm getting really sleepy. <laughs> I try to, like, hand him off to April. Yeah. Yeah, you see just all of the fight drain out of Mikey, and he just lets the day kind of take him. I think we're all feeling that way, yeah. honestly. So sleepy. Do what do we want to do here? Long rest, short rest? Long rest. Long rest. Okay. So let's say you guys do a, a long rest here and it takes you to roughly this time next day. So kind of mid-afternoon sort of thing. Mm. Um, you've found some of the accommodations on the Ark so far. Um, like I said, this whole thing is like a massive kind of like a banana boat sort of thing. And it's all one long central stretch. Um, it's kind of like being in a mall where there's like three stories of, mm. of stores on either side and kind of like, uh, you know, balconies uh, around the, the inside of this thing. It's a cruise ship. Yeah, cruise ship. But awesome. it's inside instead of mm -hmm. on the outside. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a casino. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, casino episode. Uh, there is a ton of shops on Ooh. this thing. Um, you also see a couple like permanent establishments. Uh, there's a paid inn called Halu's Cradle. Uh, there's a fine dining establishment called Stars Below and a supply store called Fishigan's. Fishigan. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but you all find yourselves in uh, the kind of like free lodging area. They just call it the passenger loft. 
you see these large columns that support a jungle of hammocks and benches and lounging chairs that are all pulled into little unofficial pods and groups. Um, there's also a central bar area that serves food and drink, and it kind of makes this whole place feel like a like an indoor-outdoor pub more than anything. Mm. But that's where you've all taken your long rest. I would go back to the pin because I would like in the morning to set up shop oh, yeah. and sell some cookies. Okay. I would say that we all go over what happened back on Lore, like the final moments, and Aaron recounts where they were and what they saw to the group and kind of just sharing stories back and forth of like the final time to sort of fill in the gaps, I guess, with everything we missed with each mm-hmm. other. Uh, Poppy, not far from this like loft area, there's um, a, a large, like almost like stable where you can see a couple other people have moved um, like large wagons that are meant for moving supplies, you know, crates full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of park nestled between them uh, a little more exposed to the open uh, pathways here so that you can get some foot traffic. You don't really attract much attention until you really start the baking and you get that fan on and you start kind of wafting fresh baked cookies all over this arc. And before long, you've drawn quite a crowd. Um, I'm going to have you make an arcana check and we're just going to check the potency of your bake today. I would also like to state that these are not chocolate chip cookies because I don't have any more chocolate (laughs) chips. (laughs) Arcana, that's an 18. Not bad. Okay. I can roll when it counts for cookies. Roll for cookies? Yeah, roll for cookies. All right. Critical cookies. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the biggest take-home you've ever done, uh, but in the first few hours before the business kind of slows down for the day, uh, you managed to collect 24 gold off the patrons at the Ark. Sweet. Thank you for your business. Um, including uh, Martha, the uh, speaker of Halu, comes to see just kind of what you're all about, uh, where you're from, what you've done. Um, she uh, orders the first thing that you suggest to her um, and just gets 10 of them, which is too many. That's a lot of peanut butter cookies, but okay. <laughs> she looks at it and she goes, peanuts and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's quite the combination. I'm, I'm sure you'll love it. Mm. Um, you see her like take out this little crystal and kind of point it at the cookie, and then you see her point the crystal at herself, and she goes, this looks delicious, and then she puts the crystal away. (laughs) She says, this is kind of an odd combination of flavors. Are you from um, Saffron? Uh, No, I I actually have never been to Saffron. I've heard wonderful things, and I'm hoping to someday visit. Uh, You bake like this, and yet you've never been. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm self-taught. I can't imagine how incredible your recipes could become. Oh, uh, thank you so much. I hope you get to try more someday. I will if you're here tomorrow. Yeah, I I mean, where else am I going to (laughs) go? We're stuck on a whale. She just like looks up at the belly of the whale above you and she goes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Back at the loft, uh, you guys are discussing the events of the fight that you had just come from. Maybe we should go see if uh, Poppy's uh, closed up shop. Yeah, that sounds good. Doran's very carefully um, putting on his uh, gambeson because he's got some fresh burn wounds. Yeah. I think Aaron's back in their normal um, elf woman form also after the long rest. We'll head up, find the rolling pin. Mm-hmm. Guy's doing the dishes. <laughs> oh, good to see you guys. 
are, are y'all done for the day? I think so. Not as much stock as normal. I, I'm going to have to pick up supplies at some point, but yeah. It was a good first day for this new location. Yeah. All right. Uh, we were thinking of comparing notes on what happened the last couple of days. We were split up a bunch. I would like to know what happened to everybody. Yeah. All I remember is I was up on the cliffs and I saw Diver's ship come in. I knew, I mean, I knew it right away from when we saw him back at the Blight headquarters taking off. And I was terrified in that moment. It was so unexpected, but expected at the same time. Like I knew he would never stop. Um, Aaron has like tears coming to their eyes uh, as they say this because Diver's finally gone and they feel like relief, but also like letting go of that fear is a lot. You did well, Aaron, despite that fear. Thanks, Guy. Uh, I'm just glad. <laughs> I can't believe he's gone. Like I, I was so scared of him for so long. Journey um, gathers a little fey bud out of her hair and kind of like pushes it toward you so that it kind of swirls around you and lands on your shoulder. That's a new trick. I know you're still struggling with closeness with other people, but mm. I figured it might help. Thanks. Uh, you see a smile come across Aaron's face for maybe one of the first times. It's not uh, <laughs> chuckling at someone else's pain or <laughs> sadness. <laughs> I think we're becoming fast friends, if you don't mind me saying so. I don't know if I would say that, but... <laughs> well, I would say that. I would say it too, Poppy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know Diver meant a lot to you in a terrible way, and Dorn, I know... He had a big impact on you as well. It's a terrible pun. It's very inappropriate. (laughs) You don't know. I'm sorry. Go on, Journey. I don't get it. It's a big impact. And and then I start unbuttoning my gamison. What? And I show the scars. Why are you always getting undressed when we have team meetings? Uh, Aaron blushes a little bit as uh, (laughs) Doran starts to unbutton his gamison. (laughs) I didn't mean anything bad. I just... I'm kidding, Journey. It's fine. No, I... I agree. Like, we never got the full story around that, and I, I don't want to press. But what does this mean for you both now that Diver's gone? For me, it seems like that was two out of three. Yeah, who were those other guys? I didn't really recognize them. I mean, I was pretty focused on Diver, so I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what was happening. But the smiley one seemed to unlock some sort of memory in myself. I know not exactly what it means, but I feel we may have crossed paths before. You seem to recognize you as well. You're getting memories back. Yes, it's all still a bit cloudy, but (laughs) eventually they may fall. (laughs) But Doran, you know them? They run with Diver? Or did, I guess? Because he's gone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I recognized all three of them. To be honest, I didn't know them all before what happened, but... You mean what happened to you? Right. And what was that? I think if we're going to be fast friends, a little honesty would be 
appreciated. Not even fast friends, but allies to fight next to. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I can share a bit. Um, this was when I was still a, a kid. Looking back, I think we were tricked, but it's silly, but we, we used to go sailing near the cliffs. There'd be a strong winds some nights where you could grab a glider and it would just send you flying you know, dozens of feet into the air. It's the best thing to do, especially in the middle of the night because nobody's around watching us and making sure we're safe. We can just have fun, be kids. Um, one of the guards told us this night would be a really good one. So we snuck out of the castle and had our gliders with us and the air was still, but we figured we'd still find something fun to do. Out of nowhere, a burst of some sort of magic energy exploded near us, sent us flying. I was in a ditch. I got up and I could see my best friend lying there. He wasn't moving. Started crawling towards him and another explosion of energy. And there wasn't really much to recognize after that. I couldn't tell where it was coming from, so I, I, I was just crawling and then I saw a diver and the other two, and they were just toying with me, sending blasts near me just to scare me as I crawled away, and the only thing I could do is I got to my feet and I just jumped off the cliff with my glider, and yeah, I, maybe I'll share more later, but that's how I met them. Hopefully that helps you understand what has motivated me since we've met. I want them gone. So sorry. What was their name? Your friend? Nail. Well, Aaron Nail was his full name, but I just called him Nail. Anyways, that is all I knew at first, but what I think we've learned so far is they've been pulling strings across the kingdoms in the Skylands for potentially years, and it's no longer just a grudge at this point. I I don't know what their aims are, but it's clear it's not good for the rest of the world for them to be around. What do you think they're after? Guy knows more than I do. But Guy doesn't know a whole lot, right? You said two out of three, so one of them got away. I thought we saw a Smalgren fall. Um, well, okay, so, um, when Mikey and I got back to the rolling pin, uh, I watched the, the wings guy, um, get on the ship and use some sort of technique I've never seen before to start the ship. Technique? What do you mean? They made, like, a ring out of bismite? And it had other rings under the ship that, like, lifted it, and, and they were, like, controlling it. Uh, it was very different. I'm no stranger to Bismite engines, right? I mean, I, I live in a city. I have one. 
It wasn't like that at all. This was, this was different. They were like in tune with it, you know? I don't know how to explain it. I've seen, I've seen that before. The first time I saw the spark engines on those big old ships coming out of Farewell, mm-hmm. I was shocked at how destructive it was. And I still don't understand why, why these ships are built to consume Bismarck the way they do. I, I mean, that's just, that's just how we know it works, right? It's you, you consume it, you use it up. It's a fuel the way they were using it was not, it wasn't, they weren't using it. They were working with it. That's how it's supposed to be. I didn't even think that was possible. Two things concerned me about these blight individuals. First is their ability to manipulate Bismite in ways we have not yet seen. Yes, there's the flying, but also they have weaponized it in a way that I knew not was possible. We saw Diver consume it and spit it back at us. Not too unlike what you said of the blue-eyed individual who you ran into in the mine. Yeah. The other thing is their connection to the Fae. Journey, I... Me not to offend, but we have seen Diver twist and manipulate the Fae into more deadly creatures, and the other two, the, the winged one and the one with the red mask, both sound to be of Fae origin, too. Uh, I'm familiar with some of the Fae. I've, I've spent some time in the Fae realm. I I've never seen... Corruption like this. You spent time in the Pharaoh? I mean, where do you think I got all this? And the buds kind of pop out of her hair and then dive back into it. Okay. Do you deny that the Fae are capable of such great corruption as this? It's not a matter of capable. I mean, corruption can happen anywhere, anywhere where there's power. I just... I'm surprised to see these powerful Fae acting outside of the Fae realm with such impunity, and it surprises me that they even care about this realm. Does that make sense? Would it make sense if there was something here that they needed? I mean, what we saw of them draining the bismat, maybe maybe there's something wrong. I, I for one, think the Fae are capable of much more than we know and interested in our world more than you think, Journey. I think you're probably right. Feels a little naive to think that I knew the depth and the breadth of the Wilds at all. I spoke quickly to only a couple of you. I tried to communicate with Cree to bring it to aid us and it wasn't responding to me. I also overheard Huber speaking with another, describing that Cree wasn't responding. So I had a moment to look closer, and I I noticed it was actually um, pulling energy from the Skyland. It was absorbing 
magical energy probably from bismite. I think that's what made the island crumble and fall much faster. So it's like the the guy we saw in the caves? More spot on than that. I did notice it also had a demeanor that didn't really fit with what I would have expected of Cree. It did have blue eyes. Are you suggesting this old man, whom I've never seen, by the way, <laughs> could transform into a great beast? And also the one of the miners. Like, he looked like one of the miners. Well, a, a miner tracks. Uh, Aaron can pull off such stunts, but Aaron, could you turn into the mighty Cree? Aaron um, squints up their eyes for a second, uh, and you see a little bit of smoke kind of appear on their skin. Guy takes a step back. <laughs> <laughs> and they let out a breath. Uh, no, I I can't get that big. I think that's a lot of leaps to assume that whatever that being was is also inhabiting or impersonating Kree, a, a beast like that. I don't know, but something was off. Something was wrong. When I interacted with the old man, the feeling that I got was unimaginably powerful. I wouldn't be surprised if that Cree that you saw was not Cree at all. Hey, GM, when um, I made eye contact with Cree, <laughs> how did that make me feel? <laughs> Doran looks off into space. <laughs> yeah. I felt a tingle. Icy, not good. Not good. Um, Doran comes back from staring off into space. <laughs> I feel that journey. When we saw it in the caves, it was really scary. Well, perhaps this is more a side effect of absorbing the bismite. Oh, maybe. Because I'm not, I don't really get scared, right? No, you're very brave, Bobby. Uh, hi. Oh, sorry. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, oh um, sorry, He kind we're of closed. brushes past Guy. Excuse me. Um, I'll take two of the peanut butter, uh, one of the uh, the strawberry sugar here, Oh. and uh, two of the honey dips. That sounds great. Did we not close? So, I I guess I didn't. Sorry. Um, just one No, second. no. I saw the close sign. Just if, really quick. What do you think? Uh, closed means closed, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to the proprietor here. Um, what, oh, do you got, what do you got for me? Well, him? he works here as well. I so. am an employee of the Rolling Pin. I'm sorry. What was your name? Oh, I'm so sorry. He takes a step back from you. Um, you see delightful little calico ears, a large fluffy tail. The first tabaxi that some of you have laid eyes on, maybe. Takes a step back. A, a cat person. Uh, the, the island of Baxi, of course, is named for the tabaxi who inhabit it. Yes. An island of cat people. He says, I'm so sorry. Tomothy. Tomothy Matterfacts. <laughs> Tomothy Matterfacts. Well, it, it's nice to meet you, Tomothy. Um, if you give me two seconds to box these up, I will. I need a perception check from everybody. Ooh. What's his name again? Tomothy. Matterfacts. Here. <laughs> That's a good name. That's a. Andrew Lloyd Webber ass name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, cats. Which one did? Jellical cats. I'm trying to make Baxi well pretty fucking jellical. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a six. Aaron got four. <laughs> 23. Uh, a gentleman's two. <laughs> <laughs> 11. Okay. 
just perfectly appropriately, the only one who notices his journey. Right when he makes his introduction, Timothy begins aggressively wiggling his nose and looking at each of you, and the conversation continues on. Um, so, where are all of you from? What's the deal here? Um, well, you are at the Rolling Pin, uh, mm -hmm. and we are a traveling bakery. But uh, I guess we we come from Tildry on the mainland. Uh -huh. Sir, did uh, I? I'm sorry. Did I say something? Well, you did barge your way in here after hours when we typically do not serve customers. Uh, I'm a paying customer, but I didn't think I was that rude to afford this kind of treatment. Poppy, I'm sorry? Poppy looks ready to serve you. I think we can make an exception in this case. Yeah, I was Are just... Are you all being sarcastic? I don't understand what's happening here. I don't understand don't what's happening I either. understand what's happening either. Uh, what are you... He kind of like takes a step back from your whole group and kind of crosses his arms and looks at all of you. And he goes, where are you all from? The mainland. You're all from the mainland. Have you never left the clouds? Farewell, uh, Don's Edge? Uh, no. Lodum? <laughs> uh, haven't heard of it. Um, all right. Listen, I'll throw you a bone. Maybe we got off on the wrong foot, okay? But I gotta say kind of looking between all of you and then he settles on kind of between Guy and Doran and he says mainlanders a mainlander human no shit I mean some people like chocolate but damn if I don't love vanilla that's as vanilla as it gets <laughs> mainlander humans oh my god uh, we're not all humans excuse me uh, he just like runs a hand through Doran's hair and he says, what is your duty? Like, what do you do? Do you have to, like, do you, like plow fields something? Or, or, like, wrestle cows? Something like that? Okay, I'm matching his energy. Doran leans in and pulls on his ear. He's like, oh, I didn't know if you were just dressing up or if this is... Is this a racist tabaxi? <laughs> he kind of, uh, you know, he's taking Doran in stride now, and they're both kind of inspecting each other. And he goes, let me explain. And you're going to feel so embarrassed about this. Uh, basically, when I walked up to you guys, you looked at me and told me I smelled like shit and get away from me. That's what you all said to me. What? That did not happen. Did I say that? Look, 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 look. And he like points in towards his face and he shows you his nose. And he starts wiggling his nose at you. He says, when you're talking with people like me, and he points at his ears, he says, the fine tabaxi of Baxi, make sure to let them know that you're not holding your nose. It's polite. So, like, wiggle our nose a bit? Exactly. Being a mainlander is one thing, but you don't have to choose to be rude all the time. You can only get by with that excuse for so long. Baxi's tough. Hey, I, I really appreciate the heads up. Um, we don't really Do you? have noses. You appreciate like, it like a 100% discount kind of appreciation? Really <laughs> what if we just skipped Baxi? Is that in the cards? <laughs> I was kind of thinking about that. I, uh, I step in front of him and like tilt my head and give him a good sniff. <laughs> and I would like to do an insight check to see if he's yanking our chain. Sure, yeah, do it. He's pulling our tail. Um, that's racist. <laughs> no. What? Five. <laughs> I should have done an intimidation. <laughs> that's what I should have done. Can, can I help Journey? Yeah. Okay. I'll use my Sounds other die. How are you helping Journey? It's one better. Seven. How are you helping Journey? We were doing a standoff, like, because oh, he was, sure. like, doing his thing, and then I see, I'm just matching Journey's energy. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
he he's much more on board with the two of you kind of like engaging more like this and he you know he he sees the ham-fisted like open-faced sniff that you did Mm -hmm. and he's like okay yeah kind of like that but you know not uh so direct not so creepy we don't have many tabaxi where i'm from most of the cats that we see are pretty tiny uh okay he starts doing like a like hand to his neck kind of thing. He's like, none of that. No, 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 no. Does your Skyland not get tourists? Uh, tourists, yeah, but nobody walking around calling us cats. Can I ask you sake. a question? Yeah. You're offended by our attitude. Yeah. But you called us all humans. Yeah, you're humans. We're not. Well. I'm, I'm a halfling. Sure, half human, whatever. That's a human, I mean. Yep. He's not really a human. Sure he is. Look at him. I mean, he's not really alive. Big sucker. No, no, no. He's alive. He like pulls down his lip and looks at his gums. See? Try a little lower, friend. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> Are tabaxi related to cloud kips then, if not regular house No. Cats? And I'm telling you, like, keep it down with that kind of stuff. What? Do I just, okay, you start calling us, you know, cloud kips and cats. We're going to start calling you little piglets, okay? Because that was what you looked like to us, overgrown pigs. So don't play this game. I feel like you really came in here hot and bothered, and we didn't even do anything at first. Well, Besides, you guys came in rude as hell, and you don't even know my name for God's sake. Timothy. We literally did not Tomothy. come in. <laughs> I'm just... <sighs> I'm sorry. He uh, shakes out his hands, and he just goes, in with the breath, out with the stress. In with the breath, out with the stress. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm used to people recognizing me. Mr. Matterfax, the... He kind of, like, looks around and is waiting for you all to finish the answer. The tabaxi... The hologram star. The painted my The hologram okay. star, yeah. The hologram? Yeah. What is... I mean... Wait a second! I, yeah, I had an independent rise, sure. It took a long time, you know. I had a brief encounter with Lady Luck. Maybe that had something to do with it. And now I'm one of the biggest stars in Baxi. Mr. Matterfact, you already know we're from the mainland. I I don't know half the things you're saying. Seriously? They don't have freaking Venus crystals on the mainland? Wait, can you back up a second? What is a hologram? Um, well, back in Tildry, I mean, I'm sure they're popular everywhere, but everyone has a little crystal. Um, you can, like, record things on it. Um, it's like the... Where you sniff the jar, but no. but you see it. Sure. Okay. Do you know what a picture is? Like a painting. Yeah, these mm-hmm. ones can move. It's pretty cool. I could never afford one though, so I don't. I mean. Yeah, they're pretty pricey. I mean, it's like, but I think fifty gold for about six seconds is the going rate now. And of course, you can get oh. better models, but. Yeah. What, um, well, what's like the the point of it? A moving picture. I mean. Cool, but I mean, you watch it back later. I mean, it's got a whole history. I had to go through some classes, you know, early on. So basically, they're called historoscopes. I think is the technical name for it. And then, Could you show us one? Uh, yeah. He <laughs> reaches into his pocket and he pulls out this like immaculate, pristine. It almost looks like a, a revolver that doesn't have a barrel, but it's got six crystals that are loaded into a cylinder. And when he presses this trigger on it, they start spinning slowly. He goes, this one can hold up to an hour. It's a pretty expensive model. But, uh, yeah, I use this for, uh, 
little uh, solo missions. And he turns it on himself and he goes, hey, this is Timothy Matterfax. And guess who just met Vanilla? And he points it at Doran. <laughs> That's what they call him at the rolling pin. Where you get fresh baked cookies. He's like walking all around Doran, doing some like like spiral angles and like going like right up in his face and kind of like zooming down over his clothes. How does this work? Are you stealing our souls into that crystal? <laughs> in a matter of speaking, and he kind of like no. puts his tongue between his teeth and he just gets a final angle on Doran and he zooms out and we're out. And he turns it off. Oh, I wanted to do something with you, Timothy. Could you could you record it again? Sorry, Timothy Matterfax, can you bring it out? <laughs> um, yeah, let's give it another go. Here we go. And he kind of like lines it up straight at you. I'm here with Timothy Matterfax, and uh, I wrote a little song for Timothy. No, and I didn't. pull out the lute. He looks delighted. All right. And then, ring. Timothy Matterfax, coolest of all the cats. Turns it off. <laughs> oh, come on. I was going to do more. <laughs> Turns it back on. No, that's all. <laughs> he goes, all right, that's enough of that. And he puts it back away. So not vanilla, right? Got a little... <sighs> yeah, a little spice, a little pepper in there. Great. Awesome. It rhymed. Yeah. Well, it's been great meeting you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Um, are you going to buy the cookies or no? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were super appreciative of me telling you stuff. Eh, appreciative, yes, but then you... Um, Ruined it with all your insults. I'm sorry. It's just been it's been so long since I've paid for something. You know what I mean? Oh, well, that's not how we do it on the mainland. I, I have so much money, it doesn't make sense for me to pay for stuff. You understand? No. No. I really don't. That sounds like a perfect economy. I, I kind of do get it. Yeah, I don't. It's hard for me I'm to so explain sorry. this to you. I'm so sorry. You have so much money. That is truly awful. I'm sorry to hear that. But I don't have enough, and this is how I make my living. So if you would pay for the cookies, you can have I'll them. I'll spot it for Timothy. No, here. you are not going to. Timothy, pay Poppy. for the cookies Timothy? or not. I think you should pay for the cookies or get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh. I'm going to roll an intimidation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 21. Okay, yeah. You. This guy goes full Hollywood, and he like puts his hands up, and he goes, hey, 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 I don't want any trouble. I mean, come on, really, guys? I mean, come on. And he's like reaching into his pocket with like a sack of coins, and he's like, how much is it? And they're just like dropping to the floor. Five gold. Yeah, there's like 10 or 15 on the ground. He goes, great, great. Let's call it even. Awesome. These are the best cookies you'll ever have in your entire life. I hope so. Um, it was really lovely meeting all you people. Hope to see you on Baxi. Yeah. We'll think about it. Awesome. He kind of starts to walk away, and as he does, he pulls out his little revolver crystals again, and he starts filming himself, and then as he's walking away from you, he points it back at your pod, and then he points it back at himself, and he's kind of like talking in the distance as he's walking away. There's like zero chance we're going to back here, right? Like if, if that's... I say we go take our chances on Laura again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real confused. What? Why that... did he put the crystal... I... I cannot imagine a more frivolous use of one's time than these video crystals. I agree wholeheartedly. Oh, God. <laughs> April kind of, like, walks up, having watched that whole interaction. Thank you, April. Lies. Lies and shame. What? I mean, that's going a little far, I think. She gets it. Five gold is an exaggeration for how much cookies cost, but, it, I mean, yeah, to call well, it he, lies Yeah, well, he is... deserved that. Yeah. So, wait. He, he takes a moving picture of something, and then what happens? With Where does it? it go? Yeah. Well, 
tea. I could never afford one, so I don't know what you do with them. I just know that you can keep memories. So it's, it's kind of like the memory jars on lore. Absolutely not. They're a farce and a far cry. These crystals, they record what's visible, what's, what seems to be true, but then they, they pervert it. They take it back to their editing booths and they change the events. They re-record crystals over crystals until it all appears exactly as they meant. And suddenly, what they've created is nothing real at all. It's lies start to finish. Well, could it not just be another art form no. then? Okay. They should be used to document and educate and spread stories. I mean, some stories are lies, but it's with an intention to, to teach a lesson. Mikey kind of cozies up to and he says, oh, I don't know, it's not lies, it's stories. Right. We tell fake stories to the smoke sometimes. And then April looks like incredulous, kind of down at Mikey, and she says, who would ever just sit and listen to a story that's not even real? <laughs> well, um, everyone, all Where's the, time. the value in listening to a made-up story when there's no <laughs> truth behind it? It's actually rather enjoyable. And, and it can help you bond with people. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds nice. Relaxing. It's a good way to, like, start your weekend and just, you know, enjoy a drink with some friends around a table. And Thorne's starting to do dishes now. <laughs> there's all sorts of stories, too. Like, um, there's, like, fantasy. You go on adventures, and I always wanted to do that. I want to meet a dragon, I think. Yeah, and maybe, like, you know, go through a dungeon, fight some stuff, and fall in love. Back in my day on lore, you smelled the stories. You didn't look at them. In my day on Lord. April looks up at you and she goes, the good old days. <laughs> well, those days are at the bottom of a ravine full of clouds now, I think. Those days were yesterday. <laughs> um, how much gold did he drop? Uh, he gave you an additional 20 gold on top wow. of your 24 yeah, in his panic. April... Uh, I dry my hands off on an apron that guy's wearing. Mm. <laughs> um, did you happen to learn anything about tabaxis in lore? Um, they're quite obsessed with the olfactory senses. It's best to tell them they smell great right off the bat. Are you getting off at Baxi? Uh, I haven't decided. I want to do what's best for Mikey. Uh, Mikey has got some distance from you all now, and She's kind of like talking about him, looking at him off in the distance. She says, I'm I'm worried. He, Huber was his best friend after all. I thought he was his dad. <laughs> I thought he was his grandpa. <laughs> dad, grandpa, best friend, you know. Yes, you could be. Total really culture weird. is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> when he woke up this morning, he told me he no longer wishes to be an archivist. Um, what is he going to do? He said he wants to be like you all. After what he saw. Tossed that, into that adventure? Could mean a few different things. I don't know what we are. Reluctant adventurers? Has this been an adventure? Old. I mean, what else could it be? <laughs> a hell of a oh. week. <laughs> I thought this was a vacation. Does he want to be a baker? He said he wants to be the one who stands up when no one else knows what to do. Aw, that's very sweet. That's real nice. That doesn't really imply that he also knows what to do. As long as he doesn't want to become a baker. <laughs> Poppy. I think it's a wonderful profession. Well, he sucked at it, remember? <laughs> yeah, true. 
Poppy, she kind of looks over at Mikey and she says, No, no, he doesn't yet know what to do. You're right. But he will. Yeah. He'll learn. He just needs to figure it out for himself. I mean, that's what I did. Poppy, what do you think about not having Mikey bake or anything, but maybe just help with the dishes or sweeping or something? Have more help around the shop? Have something for him to do? You're right. He could actually take the money from customers. No offense, guy. (laughs) Hey, Mikey, what's seven plus six? He looks over at you in like a fraction of a second, and he's like, 74. All right. So maybe we'll just keep (laughs) him to the sweeping stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And we should put a lock on the chocolate chip cupboard. Right, right. That could be a problem. Are we thinking about bringing Mackie along with us? I don't know what to do with him. April, I mean, we don't really know what we're doing yet, but I mean... So like a, a summer job, just I to agree. get some experience, yeah. A task would be good for him, yes. There's a, a moment's lull here, and in the brief silence between the six of you, you hear a bell. The sound of a bell plays out from April's echo bell. It's the bell tower. The descent will take a while. It's not immediate. You know, things don't... The islands don't immediately crash to the ground. The bell tower hasn't quite sunk beyond where it can be heard from April's echo bell. One more time, you all hear the bell of lore ring out, and you take a moment to examine yourselves and how you've grown. Well, it will take a second here to level you all up to level five after having survived that. (laughs) Poppy, on lore... You had kind of an adventure all by yourself. You had shown a lot of strength. You climbed a mountain by yourself. You went up against Persimmon to try to save Mikey. A lot happened. And now that you've leveled up, how have you grown? Well, yeah, I, I learned a new recipe or two. Yes, you did. Uh, you can now do long rest recipes where you prepare a fantastical either dinner or brunch for everybody, whatever you feel like in that moment. But you learned to create bright bulb soup. Um... You also got... Good meal. The Shamor Crescent. The Shamor Crescent, which is one of Master Choli's own creations. And of course, good meal, as Guy suggested. But I don't have the ingredients for it. Not right now. Okay. But you would be able to. I also uh, took this time to reflect a little bit and think on my magic. And I whipped up a few new spells. Oh, what are those? I got third level spell slots. Um... I took fly, which will be very useful mm-hmm. considering everywhere we go crumbles into the void. I also took what I'm calling Poppy's tiny hut. Kind of makes like an <laughs> immobile, immovable, impenetrable dome for eight hours. Mm-hmm. So you can just like be safe inside of it. And I also took major image. Oh, illusion magic? Illusion magic. Got some phenom rubbing off on you? Maybe a little bit. I'm kind of jealous of everyone Yeah. for being okay. able to change things. Mm. So. Poppy's combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going around that room, we see Aaron next. And again, a lot had happened on Lore. A pretty significant life event, I would say. Diver's gone now. Do you feel better? I guess so. I mean... I don't have to keep looking over my shoulder all the time, so that's a pretty big relief. Yeah. And how have you grown? What's changed about Aaron, mechanically? 
With level five rogue, Aaron gets uncanny dodge. When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attacker's damage against you. Nice. Any other new fantastical abilities? Not really. Um, just some more HP. So level five is a little quiet for rogue. Okay. Uh, Hopefully um, I can find some cool weapons coming up to expand my arsenal and replace some daggers I lost. So, okay. yeah. Uh, Doran, same setup, actually. Um, Diver is gone now. You feel better? Uh, it's one out of three. <laughs> Potentially two out of three, actually. So, doing good. And personal growth. I mean, Lore had some adventures for you. Uh, you seem to come out okay in almost every situation. Probably the most okay out of anybody in the group, maybe. Um, how has Doran grown, changed, or empowered himself? Strictly mechanically, Doran has gained uh, a new spell. Dispel. Dispel magic. Nice. Um, <laughs> what spell? Dispel. Um, basically, I can target a creature, object, or a magical effect and end it if it's third level or lower. And then on higher level spells, uh, I get to roll and try to dispel them. Additionally, my bardic inspiration moved up to a D8 from a D6. Okay. And proficiency bonus went up, which is helpful for bards. Helpful for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it as far as mechanical stuff. And oh then, yeah, I forgot I get proficiency bonus too. That's really helpful. On. Yeah, that's like a level five thing, right? Cool. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. So everybody's a little more powerful across the board is what that means, I think. Mm-hmm. Next we have Journey. Yeah. Journey's been kind of there or not in a lot of cases. It's sort of been <laughs> all about Journey or Journey's not in the room. Yeah. She's got a little bit of a different path so far than everybody else. To that point, everyone else has had some kind of evolution with Ganymede and you're the only one who hasn't. Mm-hmm. All of their senses have been enhanced so far. Yours hasn't. Journey's got more unanswered questions than she has answers about herself or anything else that's going on. So I got to ask, how's Journey? Journey is realizing the stakes. I think Journey is seeing the true impact of all of the things that she's interacting with and feels like she needs to work harder and do more. Um, And to that end, Journey now has two attacks per action. Nice, okay is able to shoot the bow twice, which is a big deal because she's felt that sting of missed shots. I got Legolas over here. I know. <laughs> um, I have access to second level spells now and I took Pass Without Trace, which is going to be huge mm-hmm. for this group. Yeah, stealthy. Um, and then as part of my Swarm Keeper magic, I believe, mm-hmm. I got access to um, Web, which isn't... The stereotypical, in my mind, it's not the stereotypical like spider's web mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's Journey's Fay Buds throwing a net. Oh, great. Okay. Out. Yeah, that works. Um, so it's, it's, it works mechanically the same, but visually, it's kind of iridescent. It's more like a hand woven net. Tossed out by the Fae Buds. No, I think you've got spiders in your hair now. No, <laughs> spiders. I'd say like crocheted. It's crocheted, oh, yes. Beautiful. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a woven net of vines and plant matter. Love it. Uh, Guy. Guy probably learned the most on lore of all of the lore there was there to learn. Guy learned a lot about himself. 
got these creeping memories now. Sometimes these new smells around the world will trigger parts of your old life. How was Guy taking all of this? <clears throat> Guess Guy did learn a lot and grow on lore. That's why his strength is now two points higher. <laughs> Good lord. That's about it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> now, so strong. Uh, because because guy has a level started with a level in warlock to get some of those Dolan features. That's right. Um, so because everybody else is hitting level five, they're getting this extra attack and whatnot. But you're split between warlock and paladin, right? Yep. Yeah. So I'm only a level four paladin. Let me see. Soon though. Next time it's getting exciting. I get spiritual weapon next level. That's dope. Yeah. We'll have to think about so what good. that means. Yeah. Another sword. It's <laughs> yeah. just another sword. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Well, with that, you all feel the cool breeze of the wind passing by you on the whale and decide you've had enough time introspecting. And it's time to outrospect <laughs> back on the world around you. All right. At the end of your six minutes, April departs, uh, kind of leaving you all to your own devices again. And you get a sort of abrupt warning is that Baxi is fast approaching. If any of you were to walk to the kind of upper deck so that you could actually see out beyond this kind of contained corridor, you can see the Isle of Baxi. You're flying lower than ever before, and it seems Halu isn't afraid of dipping beneath the darkness of Lower Cumula, nearly touching the deadly mists below. You see a massive skyland, a vertical column of dark stone and bismite, in the distance, and it seems to hover just over the mist, the null substrata. Through the clouds, you can see the fiery glow of lava, molten rock pouring from the side of the island in three places. You see dark industrial buildings dusted with ash, and they feature massive brass exhaust pipes and cooling towers that are lining the edges of the skyland all the way up to the clouds above, and Halu begins to pitch upwards spiraling and ascending around Baxi with speed you never expected from something so big. And then you pass through the middle layer of clouds in a blur of speed, and you see a bright, beautiful neighborhood bursting at the seams with houses and storefronts and parks and gardens all stacked on top of each other, climbing vertically up and up and up. Clever works of architecture reach far out over the clouds, making the whole city look like it's bursting outwards. And finally, cresting the top layer of the clouds, you see an immaculate temple framed by twisting trees with white flowers casting petals into the wind, and Halu slows, bringing you back towards the middle tier of the city towards the docks. You hear the speaker. We've now arrived at Baxi. Those deboarding, please make your way to the port side of the Ark. We welcome new guests, refugees, travelers all. Stay with us if you wish or enjoy your time on Bexy. Are we getting off? I can't say I'm in a hurry, given the individual we have met already. Yeah, not so much a warm welcome. We might just want to try and warn him anyway. We don't have to stay long, just long enough for the whale to come back. We learned a lot. We have to say they smell nice. Yeah. Does anyone know which side is the port side? I look around to the see where everyone's moving. Uh, side of the Skyland, I think. Okay. Right, port side. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. Great. I think we should go. We should find out who leads here. Maybe if we're lucky, this one will fall out of the sky as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I bet they have some interesting food here. I mean, that one cat man was probably just a one-off, right? They can't all be that bad. 
Yeah. Guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. How could one with such fame be so insufferable? It could be a generational thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you all see this flat dock extend out from the Ark towards the port plaza of Baxi. You see migrants and merchants and Tortle and your party all begin to pour off the ship, corralled into a single file. You see all these cloth banners posted up high, and they're stretched tight, and they're barely moving in the wind, and they're completely blank. There's like hundreds of them. Give me a perception check from everybody. Ten. Seven. It's terrible. Eight. Five. Unnatural one. We're blinded. We have no idea. <laughs> we walk off the port. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, uh, yeah. No further uh, information. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you don't see the, the trick behind all this, but you do see on all of these canvases, these banners, these flattened sheets that are hung up everywhere you suddenly see them lighting up with images. Like like I said, hundreds of them. It's all the same image. It's a beautiful face of a confident woman with pink hair and a shock of white. And she's holding a small bottle of perfume. And she says, The newest scent from Lyria Luna. Come get it while it's good. And then she winks and she says, And tell him Holly sent you. Oh my God. <laughs> You see all of those screens go blank again. And it was just like this sudden, everything is talking. This one woman is just talking at you from every angle in this entire city and then silence. And it's all just back to a regular city again. Question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being from Tildry Mm -hmm. and an entrepreneur, would I know who Holly is? Yeah. Okay. Holly Hyacinth is as common as Amazon is to us. Wow. Wow. What an She's idol. She's the brand. <laughs> She's the Jeff Bezos. Of yeah. Oh, no. no. Thomas. Yikes. I'll Guys. cut that. Don't worry. <laughs> Guys, that was Holly Hyacinth. I didn't realize her reach uh, reached, I guess, all the way out here. Who's that? Do you know Holly? Oh, no. I mean, I've never met her. She's just um, a very well-known businesswoman from Tildry. Mm. She, she really made it big kind of been my idol. I don't think I'll ever get as famous as that. But that's okay. Does she sell cookies? No, 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 no. She made clothing. She's a designer. Um, I guess she's selling perfume now. Poppy, right. I am confident one day you will be more famous than this. Oh, gosh, Holly. no. No way. She's like the it witch, you know? She puts it and witch. Yes. <laughs> now you're getting it. All right. Well, yeah, let's go meet her if she's maybe here. I. You see a, a couple of tabaxi that are walking past you. You're all excitedly talking about Holly Hyacinth and Doran goes, let's meet her if she's here. <laughs> One of them just looks at you and is like, okay. <laughs> yeah, meet Holly Hyacinth. You smell nice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Doran looks at Journey and like nods. Good yeah. job. I think I think that's it. All right. Just let gotta get let me that. try. A uh, guy draws his sword <laughs> at the <laughs> nearest passing tabaxi. <laughs> they just kind of raise their hand and like, hey, what's the problem, guy? Oh, uh, I didn't know we had met, but I'm just trying to confirm you smell well. Oh, uh, do I? Uh, the sword takes a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you pass. Yeah, good, good, good. Can I go? 
by all means. Good, 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 good. And he just kind of like takes off running. Um, and he kind of stops. Uh, he is stopped by uh, this line, this group that you're traveling with. Um, is actually getting kind of bottlenecked at a certain point. They're corralling people single file through this security check as people are coming in. He gets kind of stopped there and nervously looks back at you guys a couple times and then gets in line to be security checked. You hear other tabaxi near you that are like, ugh, it's the brass. You see a bunch of tabaxi in official looking garb. They do indeed have little like uh, brass pins and insignias all over them. Uh, you saw from a distance that uh, a lot of Baxi is indeed made of brass or covered with brass. They use it heavily in their architecture here. Hmm. But it's clear that they meant the police, the officials. Everyone's items are being inspected as they're coming through the gate here. You're not sure why. <laughs> this will go well. The yeah. line is moving such that you're already single file and there are people in front of you and behind you. You would have to like jump a fence and run to get out of this. Well, I mean, that's... That's the rules? I guess. I mean... Go through the security check. What are they looking for? Yeah, uh, I, I try to look past the brass and, like, the peop, like the tabaxi walking around. Do they have weapons on them or anything? Or Ooh, yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay. Or investigation. Um, Sorry, perception is 23. It's going to be good. Okay. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Doran, like Rain Man, you look around, you like spin in a circle, and you're just like, knife, 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 sword. Like, you, you clock every <laughs> weapon in right. like a quarter mile radius. You see, in addition to the weapons around here, the brass, they don't have weapons that you're familiar with. They have these flimsy looking sticks that have like a string wound around them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Little cat toy. You see a couple people ahead of you. They're getting their items inspected. They take out some like jewelry, some like really fine looking stuff, and they just kind of set it on a little tray table next to them. I'm like, okay. They take out a knife. And they go, okay. They take out a clearly magical item. They like hold it one way and it goes, and they hold it the other <laughs> way and it goes, <laughs> clearly magical. And they're like, all right, whatever. And they set it down. You see another person come through and they've got like a bear trap and some caltrops in there. And they're like, yeesh, all right, get in there. <laughs> okay. It is all of y'all's turn. And the rolling pin. And the rolling pin needs to go through inspection. That's actually going to be a separate line, Poppy. I like the idea of getting up to the, the end of the line and they're yeah. like, oh, actually, you have to. Yeah. Sorry. You got to go in this other line. They point to this line <laughs> with like 20 wagons in it. Yeah. Poppy's standing off to the side with a couple of officers like standing near her in kind of like a protective escort sort of thing. And there are other officers that are like going through her wagon, like, you know, bottom to top, like turning over every item. Oh. Careful with that. That's glass. Was glass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's choose an order for being inspected. And then read me your inventory. Oh, no. Guy can go first. It's like a test. Great. What do you got, Guy? Uh, yes. Um, here is my sword. It can smell. He for gets down and sniffs the sword. Mm-hmm. It doesn't right now, though. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, this is my hot rod. Okay. It's a magic staff, looks like. Yeah, it does fire stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see, I have this bismite pick. Uh, doubt I'll use this again, but it's here. <laughs> Todd, Jeremy, Carl, uh, we got a 6440. <clears throat> All right. Is that good? Can you stand over here for me, sir? Is that good? Uh, who else was with you? Is that everyone here? Uh, well, uh, the uh, woman with the cards over there. Very good. And uh, you, points to Doran. Yeah, I'm also a refugee. Uh, what's going on? Uh, who else we got here? I'm I'm with them too. All right, four of you. All right, I need you all over here. 
up. I, they're inspecting my cart. I need you all over here right now. All, all right. right. All right, inventories, please. Sure. Uh, bags, up end, please, immediately. Thank you. You smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of like looks up at you as he's still looking at your items. And he goes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Aaron's just going to be in the crowd kind of like looking lost, but keeping an eye on what's happening. Yeah. Uh, he just, little. for whatever reason, Aaron, they just kind of passed over you and not associating you with the rest of these people here. Whatever reason, we just <laughs> are complete and utter silence. <laughs> um, it happened so fast. They've got the pick set off to the side. What other items? If if the pick is a problem, like I said, I doubt I'll ever use it again. Again. All right. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Doran, what's in your pack? I got uh, this dagger. I got a... Uh, what's your owl policy? And I pull out the owlie. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. What is that, candy? In a way. Um, and this rapier, and I pull out the rapier of warning. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Loot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear a song? I do not, no. <laughs> well, I'm just going to check. Okay, yep. Fine, I set it down. Uh, I got a signet ring. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing some armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got yeah, scroll, clothes, Looking ink, yep. ink pen, lamp, oil, paper, perfume. Oh, my God. This guy's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Sealing uh, wax, soap. Bunny slippers? I don't know how those got in there. <laughs> a big old teddy bear. Uh, and I got this uh, l- a couple bells here. Oh, yeah, nice. Echo bells. I think that's it. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, you there, um, Furbog. Hi. Yep. You smell good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You guys are very nice. All right, anyway, I need to see your stuff. Uh, right. Uh, and I pull out my hand axes, my herbalism kit. Yeah, I've got yeah. arrows, okay. my bow. I've got the wand. Uh, I have my touchstone. And then I have probably like 15 to 20 just little bound like flowers that I liked mm. or pieces of grass that were neat or mm-hmm. a leaf that I found mm-hmm. or like just little stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I set them out really neatly and nicely. They were just kind of jumbled in my bag, but somehow they all stayed intact. Sure. Um, and I painstakingly describe each one, thinking that they need that information. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tap him in the middle like, of yeah. one of these like monologues of items. I forgot to mention a couple things I have, too, uh, when yeah. you're done. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so this necklace, yeah. I don't... Mm, and, I, and I also got this diamond. No, it's fine. I mean, good for you, but it's fine. Thanks. Yeah. Are you looking for bismuth? No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Well, I also have this, and I, like, pull out the jewel-encrusted mace, and I just slam it on the table. He just kind of, like, opens his eyes wide, and he's like, where have you been? Sorry, that's not for me to know. Um, all right, we got to keep this moving. Uh, little one, over here. Yes, um, so I have a my spell scoop ladle. Spoon, okay. Loafers <laughs> <laughs> of levitation. Shoes, okay. <laughs> Big Birch's belt. A belt. Great. Uh, two echo bells. Uh-huh. Uh, echo bells on these guys. Oh, I forgot. I also have echo bells. Does anyone else have echo bells? Do you need to know where the echo bells are? The I, other all has? of these echo bells are to each other. It's a party line. Okay. Um, uh, bread knife. Uh huh. The pendant with pinch in it. My rolling pin, like lowercase. A <laughs> uh, glow stick, a headlamp, a med kit. All right. All right. All right. 6440, we're going to have to escalate that. Um, okay. Uh, Do you want these? We're going to have you stand over here. We got an inspector coming. I'm going to need all four of you to just stand here for me. I'm sorry. No questions at this time. I'm going to need you to stand here for me, okay? I am standing here. I need you to calm here. down, okay? You don't. 
You all see Poppy kind of fuming, and this situation is like rapidly escalating. You see a couple other officers coming over. Uh, one of them is dressed in a like jet black garb with this kind of brass colored trim to it, this metallic line that runs down the middle. He moves near Poppy's uh, laid out effects and picks up the glow stick. And he turns it over in his hand and he cracks it and it starts to glow brightly. He looks over at the mining pick. <sighs> he shakes the glow stick in front of you and he goes, crack glow cane. Excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> We've got a lot of word about mining lately. Oh, no, no, no. That I'm, I am not you a miner. You need to come with us. I'm... I'm a baker. We are not miners. You're all carrying mining gear. This that's, is strictly outlawed on backseat. That's then because please confiscate it and take it. Many of the miners we know are dead. I don't know if you got the debrief. Is that the word, guy? Um, we are actually refugees from lore, and we actually do have news that I think would be important to whoever rules here. Um, we escaped barely before the island completely collapsed. I don't think that's selling our story very well. I mean, we just had this stuff with us. We understand. We've received messages. Trust me, we are fully informed beyond what you might expect. You need to come with us now. Bismite miners. Take them to the dungeons. No. They've got some explaining to do. Excuse me, what'll, what's going to happen this to my is... cart? A few more officers are moving around you. Some of them are starting to unwind those strings around their sticks. Aaron is going to sidle up closer to the group. Uh... And when they hear, take him to the dungeons, Aaron pulls the ripcord belt. We're going to get kicked off the fucking island. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Rec record time. Aaron, you go to pull the ripcord belt, and it doesn't work. The ripcord belt needs to be painstakingly reset every time you use it. <sighs> oh, every yeah. capsule needs to be pushed back into place. Every smoke bomb reset. Like parachute packing. You pull the ripcord and it just like the 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 string just pulls straight out of it lamely and you're just sitting there like wincing and gritting your teeth and nothing happens. Oh no. <laughs> Shoot. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> you see a bunch of those tabaxi turn back and look at you and you're holding the string out to your side as if you had just tried to like <laughs> detonate a bomb or something, and they're all just like, carry on. <laughs> And they move past you, kind of encircling your friends as they're walking away from you, like looking over their shoulders at you. Excuse me, this is a miscarriage of justice. What happened to a trial? All right. Someone's going to have to handle her. <laughs> you see somebody unwinding one of those sticks. No, unhand me. I'm a guest here. <laughs> the flimsy stick dangles a little charm on the end of a string right in front of you. And he starts to bounce it up and down right in front of you. Um, that's nice. And Poppy... You feel the world around you begin to fade away. Yeah, that's nice. And I think we'll end it there. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. I'm Tim, your GM. I'm Aaron. I'm Hannah playing Aaron. <laughs> I'm Tara and I play Journey. I'm Thomas, I play Guy. I'm John, I play Doran. I'm Maggie, I play Poppy, and I am not a criminal. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Tell him, Poppy. I am not a crook. <laughs>